suspicion Let's see if my intuition has an omission I'm on a mission for the ambition The competition definition of my position Bitches, 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 bitches Consider my suspicion Let's see if my intuition has any volition I'm on a mission for the omission Competition and the definition of my position Welcome to this episode of Expressive Programming, an exploration into programming as an art. Here I'll focus on programming, design, and development as an art form, and especially as a form of self-expression. We'll look at open source projects, the projects that I'm working on, the code that others have written, and focus on how that reflects what we feel, what we intend, and how we impact the world. Special thanks for all episodes go to Hacker Public Radio for helping me get this podcast off the ground, especially Enigma. And also a special thanks to Hot Bitch Arsenal. The band's website can be found at hotbitcharsenal.com for all their wonderful, inspiring, and moving Creative Commons music that they've allowed me to use. They're the cure for the uncommon melancholy. And now on to today's episode of Expressive Programming. Enjoy. I'm on a mission for the mission of competition Definition of my position Bitches, bitches, bitches Welcome to Expressive Programming, Episode 4 Development and Escapism I got into computers to escape the world that I grew up in The environment, the people Jehovah's Witnesses, the ignorance, everything, just the world that didn't make any sense. Teachers that were apathetic. And then I found the internet. Of course, it was actually just a group of VBSs hacked together at that point. But it was a different world where people were judged by how they acted, how they behaved, what they said, what they had to share, and what they knew. Now, I don't know if I've mentioned this in expressive programming, but I have a neuromuscular disease called generalized dystonia. This disease is similar to Huntington's disease. Meaning that it causes my body to spasm and contort 24-7. It's painful. It's left me with control over none of the soft muscles in my body except that of my left hand. Which now, thanks to some blessed friends online... I'm actually able to program thanks to their gift of an iFrog Pro, a one-handed keyboard. I'm now up to 90 words per minute. Prior to this summer, I was at 30 words a minute. Anyone who programs knows you can't develop anything at that speed. I'm still improving. I improve daily. But if not for this opportunity, 
I wouldn't be able to program, participate in Twitter, IRC. I'm still not to the point where I can catch up on email. But I can't find anything among all the bacon and spam that throws up in my inbox. But once again, I find myself programming to escape. Escape the pain. Escape the reality of the town I live in. And I'll save all the personal drama. If you want to know what I'm really going through, then follow me on Twitter. But what I do want to talk about is how many people that I know that use programming as an escape. Intentionally or unintentionally. How time can go into a vacuum and suddenly it's 3 o'clock in the morning. And then suddenly it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. How a solution that you see the code to that seems like a half an hour of coding can turn into a two-day project. How you can wake up in the middle of the night with an idea. You have to jot it down. You have to at least write it down. You write it down. It doesn't do any good. It's still going through your head. You have to start programming it. Or even worse, when you're bug fixing and you know the bug fix. How many times have you went to work the next day not having any slight, not having slept because you've been up all night bug fixing? Everyone finds a way to escape. Reading, video games, television, which whoever can consume mass media and manage to escape. I can only assume it's by shutting down their cerebral cortex. But regardless of what else you may do to escape, is programming one of them? Or is the detachment from reality a result of the creative process? As we begin to create, draw, program, as we develop, design, and follow our inspiration, is the simple result of that that we detach ourselves from the world. There have been numerous studies on what happens when people enter meditative stances. People enter deep concentration. There are neurochemical changes that happen. Brain chemistry changes. When people focus, the brain changes. Perception of reality changes. Perception of reality of time changes. Not exactly what Einstein meant by time is relative, but anyone who's ever spent more than one night working on a project knows exactly what I meant. Or a hackathon. 24 hours to come up with a solution to a 
computer science problem. There are a few things more exhilarating than something like that. Whether it's for competition, academia, or just amongst friends. How many bugs can you fix in a 24 hour period? What motivates us to do that though? What makes a programmer program until 4 a.m. when we know we'll be more productive if we got some sleep? But the patch won't wait. What motivates you? Are you escaping from reality? Do you notice time slipping by? Does it enhance your reality? Well, as I've said before, is it simply a job? What does programming do to your mind? And do you go along for the ride? I'm really interested in hearing everyone's feedback on this. Your experience with middle of the night hacking sessions. What you think your motivation may be. What the cause may be. And any other information you might like to send along. Other than that, a quick update on some of my projects. As I mentioned in episode 3 of Expressive Programming, I am focusing on game development. Right now I'm working on converting a book that I wrote two years ago for NaNoWriMo. It was a take on a group of characters, this is the only way to describe them, that I met while I was becoming disabled. And I wrote the story analyzing them from a skeptical perspective, a scientific one, and from one of their friends, from inside their world. All of the games made a lot of changes from the book, and now has eight characters. and is coming along nicely. By nicely, I mean I have a hell of a long way to go. Mostly in the form of 3D models. Which brings me to topic number two. Managing resources. Every project, web development, graphical, programming, game development, desktop application, you have something other than the code that's part of your project. Now, if you're lucky enough that you're able to work with 
other programmers and designers and on a team that's great but not all of us are especially not at the beginning and I find myself wanting to program more than I want to model most of the time I have my days where I'd rather model than program but not usually. Right now I'm creating a massive amount of stick figure models. A little more than wireframes. They're not fully textured, but they give me enough to work with that I'm able to start development on my game. The engine I'll be using for my game is Radium 3D. The website is raydium.org. It's a very unique take on 3D programming and especially on game development. And I'll be going down into that more in the future. But as far as managing multiple resources, I have hundreds of textures, textures of a single knuckle. So for each hand, at least 15 textures. For a face, that usually can be done one for most of the characters. For the main characters, I can't even count. The models, hours and hours of development. A different type of development. But it has to be done to get the game ready. So I'm interested in any tips or any experience that you may have doing the same. I am attempting to start conversations with other developers, with other hackers, with other coders, with other programmers. What are your experiences with these issues? What are your solutions? How do you escape? How do you get back if you have? Or have any of us ever come back? Are we all still lost in the land of Sinti? Thank you again for listening to Expressive Programming. Please contact me with any questions or especially comments of similar stories. I'll assume you want to remain anonymous for information regarding my game. If you'd like to get involved modeling, programming, or sign up for early alpha testing, which will probably be a good year away, feel free to contact me. If there's a project you're working on, with episode 5, I'm going to start highlighting projects run by single developers. So if there's something that you'd like me to 
highlight, listen to the outro, contact me the way you'd like, and if you have a very pretty code, I'll be pretty happy to talk about it. Until next time, express yourself. enjoyed this episode of Expressive Programming. If you'd like more information about me, my projects, my podcasts, or anything else, please feel free to visit my website at ubersheekgeekchick.com. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please feel free to email me at feedback at ubersheekgeekchick.com. Warning, I'm flaky and I suck at email. I'm also a member of the phpwomen.org community. It's a wonderful place. Any women involved in development, please join us there. Also, another wonderful community that I'm involved in is devchicks.com. All development principles are welcome. Please come along. And lastly, I'm a proud member of both linuxchick.com, that's chick, C-H-I-C, and linuxchicks.org, that's C-H-I-X, and there you'll find opinions and topics and anything you could want. So any women out there, please, you're not alone. Come join us. Lastly, I'm on Identica, Twitter, and on IRC Freenode server as Uberchick. Feel free to hop in, say hi, find me in a room, PM me, and I'll probably block you. Other than that, until next time, express yourself. Thank you for listening to Hack Republic Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.